This episode of EU for Serials contains some graphic content and sensitive subject matter that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. So how are we all? Yes. Yeah, so good. How was your day, Nads? <laughs> My day was great. <laughs> I feel like uh, you got a lot done at home today. Yeah, yeah. I um, I did all the gardening. <laughs> um, all on your own? Yeah, all on my own. I did all the weeding, sweat. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, I don't know why I'm telling you that, but uh, um, that was fun. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. That's all right. Anytime. We like gardening. I couldn't tell. In case you guys are wondering what the <laughs> hell we're talking about, Cara and I went to Nadine's house today for what was meant to be a jam session. We ended up gardening instead. <laughs> that was fun. I respect that. That sounds sick. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope we didn't offend you in the process. No, not at all. Look, oh, that's good. I have a clean garden, so <laughs> <laughs> you guys have some fresh parsley, coriander, and uh, mint. So yeah. I'm actually excited okay. for the mint. Everybody wins. True. Mm. And the jam session made me very happy. The jam was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. I wonder what it would be like to make jam. I've never been brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> brave enough to make jam you could make coriander jam you can fuck off with that idea <laughs> i don't understand why you don't like coriander it's soap no yeah. no yeah. no it's don't you hate onions as well no what? no it's not that i hate onions it's the texture and i just i can't do onions or mushrooms for that matter for i don't like reason. mushrooms yeah, my, well, mushrooms, they're a fungus, so. They're a fungi. I'm a fungi. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you not like mushrooms? I don't understand. It's it's because they're, like, rubbery and weird. I'm so they're slimy, and when you cook them, they smell. They're disgusting. Mm. No, mushrooms with a bit of garlic and butter, oh. perfect. No, I, okay. look, I can have him like chopped up smallly. <laughs> I'm smallly. That's a fucking <laughs> Mushrooms cooked in garlic, chili, and thyme on a Sick. bit of avocado on toast. Mm. You have to I, leave. No, I also hate chili. What? Oh, Jordan. All right, I'm going to no. end this call now. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. It's, it's spicy. <laughs> I don't like spicy. I feel like it's been a long time. I don't know how to do this again. Yeah, it has been a long time. Yeah. Well, usually how it goes is we tell a story. Hmm. Who would like to go first? Should we start with um with Jack? Oh, with Jack. Oh, yeah, actually, I was just gonna yeah. Because the reason we didn't record last week was because of the Queen. Yes. And I think that maybe Jack's got something. <laughs> yes, something, indeed. Something. I do. I <laughs> so. I don't know what it is. I have a weird fascination with the royal family. I don't like 
stalk or like follow them or anything like that but I'm very interested in history and all of that sort of stuff so ask me anything about the royal family and I could probably answer you so obviously when the queen passed away that was really devastating so I wanted to do a little bit of a tribute slash uh true crime on Queen Elizabeth um it's not really something that you normally put together but there is a little bit of um I'll just go into it anyway <laughs> So, um, sadly, on the 8th of September 2022 at 6.30pm, news came from Buckingham Palace that Her Majesty the Queen had peacefully died at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. Just 48 hours prior to her death, Her Majesty had asked her 15th Prime Minister, Liz Truss, to form a new government in her name. I'm sure we've all seen that photograph of her in Balmoral Castle. She had a cute little smile. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just thought she was always so happy. But she did look very, very frail, bless her. Um, her Majesty's death marks the end of an era, but also the start of another, as King Charles III accedes the throne. For 70 years, Queen Elizabeth II reigned over us and did so so eloquently and with much poise and dignity. Uh, for a woman who wasn't meant to rule to begin with, she was thrust into the line of succession on the abdication of her uncle, King Edward VIII, in December 1936. Her father became King George VI and the then Princess Elizabeth. Nadine has a hand up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nadine. Why wasn't she supposed to be? Okay, so um, <laughs> this is also kind of, yeah, so um, typically when you're on the throne, the eldest back then, the eldest children took the throne, but it went in gender order so all of the males would be first in the line of succession and then the females in the line of succession right so king edward became um so king edward the eighth was king on the death of his father um he was the eldest of i don't know if it was just king edward and his brother i can't remember actually no i think there was more children you literally just said ask me any question about the royals and i'll be able to answer <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, fuck off um, <laughs> you can say anything and I wouldn't know any better so, <laughs> so King Edward VIII was the eldest um, so when his father passed away he ceded the throne um, so he abdicated basically in favour um, he chose love over duty so basically King George he wanted to marry someone who was a divorcee and back then that was um frowned upon and there was no changing in his mind pretty much so he decided that he was going to abdicate um they ended up so King Edward VIII and his then wife well then partner later wife Wallace Simpson um they ended up moving to France and that's where they lived out the rest of their lives oui oui we <laughs> be interesting. Parlez-vous okay. français? Yeah. So upon the abdication of King Edward VIII in December 1936, her father became King George VI and the then Princess Elizabeth became heir apparent. Heir apparent is just another, another term for first in line, basically. In the years that King George VI reigned, his health took a toll on him. He had World War II to deal with, a couple of other bits and pieces, but he was notably unwell from the years of heavy smoking. He ended up with lung cancer and a couple of other ailments, including a blood clotting disorder. And ultimately on the 6th of February, 1952, King George was found deceased at 7.30 in the morning. He had died of coronary thrombosis. He was 56. Wow. 
The now Queen Elizabeth II was away on tour at the time and she was informed by her husband, Prince Philip of Edinburgh, that her father had passed away. Queen Elizabeth was just 25 years old when she uh, took the throne. And in her time of monarch, uh, Queen Elizabeth II had made some remarkable achievements. So here they are, some of them. Um, and I've added... Um, Nadine has her hand up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say Prince Philip? So was there two Prince Philips? I'm confused. Prince Philip was her husband. That's what I thought. But I thought she was still young in this part of the story. No, so she married at 21. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So Prince Philip is, she's known him from childhood. Um, he was okay. initially like her guardian um, during the time of the war and that sort of stuff. Anyway, Cute. they fell in love and... <laughs> you Let me tell you about the birds and... No, no, I was, I was yawning, sorry. No, Cara. I Cara just winked. Why did um, you wink? You see Also, no, no. I... <laughs> wow. Um, what what is the queen going? Or what you said she was on tour. Yes. Why? What did she go on tour for? So her father was actually meant to go on a world tour. Um, <laughs> for what? Did he have a band? No, we're not talking like about Beatles queen promoter? the band. We're talking oh, about like... the monarchy. Yeah. I, I want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Hill I love how we all started singing different queen songs. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, imagine the frail little old queen on a stage, like... Look, you're not far off. She did do something like that, except it was James Bond and she jumped out of a plane. What? Did she actually jump out? No, it wasn't her. She had a body okay, dance. We're, we're sidetracking, <laughs> but I needed to know. Oh, um, you know no, she was on tour because yeah. her father was ill. Um, and so Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip went on the world tour to the Commonwealth Nations on her father's behalf. Okay. Did they do like world tour t-shirts with all the places that they visited? <laughs> I'm just going to go on with my story, hey? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm Imagine sorry. having one of those shirts now. That'll be sick. Oh. Okay, go. <laughs> to the Sorry, pretty question. lady in the green headphones no i just wanted to let you guys know fun fact you know my massive coin collection yeah apparently that's actually going up in value now interesting anyway oh, carry on <laughs> <laughs> if you find any more let me know do you want a fun fact about the new coins yeah king charles iii will face the other way to what the queen faces now why? Why? Because it's tradition for the monarchs on the coins to go from one way to the other as they go down the line of succession. So he'll face the other way. Anyway, oh. um, so where were we? So the now Queen Elizabeth II was away and tour at the time was formed by her husband, Prince Philip of Edinburgh, that her uh, father had passed away. Queen Elizabeth was just 25 years old when she acceded the throne. In her time, she had 15 prime ministers, um, including Winston Churchill, who was her first prime minister. But did you know? So Winston Churchill was born in 1874 and was her first prime minister. And her last prime minister, Liz Truss, was born in 1975. So in her time, her first and her last prime minister, there was 101 years between them from when they were born. Huh. Isn't that crazy? You know, <clears throat> hearing that makes me think of like one of those math problems where they're like, Jill has five apples and oh, God. 
The only thing I thought is, wow, they could get a letter from the Queen. No, they didn't live to 100 years old, you goose. 100 <laughs> years separated their birth. I was joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so when Queen Elizabeth was born, she was actually born at 17 Bruton Street, Mayfair, which is in London. Um, she was born around 2 o'clock in the morning. But do you know what that place is now? It's a fancy Cantonese restaurant. <laughs> Oh, well, at least it's fancy. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be. Yeah. I find that really interesting. Anyway, um, it's no secret, obviously, that her favourite breed of dog was the Corgi. She owned more than 30 of them in her lifetime. But What? Yeah, she owned over 30 Corgis in her lifetime. Um, fun fact, she oh. also created a new dog breed in her lifetime as well. <laughs> Did you guys know that? No. What no how, did, how did she do? How did she create a dog breed? So she created a dorgy, which is a dash hound cross for the corgi. So they're like what? a really long fat thing. So, but like, what did she do? Just like put two dogs with a bunch of George Michael on and just like leave them be? Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> <laughs> The monarchy, or the monarch, I should say, is not actually required to pay any taxes. Um, however, Queen Elizabeth voluntarily paid taxes anyway, which I thought well, that's was good. very nice of her. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> does the Queen make her money? Yeah. So I actually three taxes. looked at this. <laughs> it actually is, but it works out. She pays taxes on the taxes. Mm. No, there's other ways that she makes money as well, but... Predominantly, Bangles. what happens is there's God. I can't even tell you how she goes on tour. <laughs> Merchandise of the t-shirts. <laughs> well, it sucks because most venues take twenty percent, so they have to like do it out the front. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a tribute, but we can't take anything serious. <laughs> So um, the way that it works, there's a tax. I can't remember what it's called. There's a certain name for it, but it works out that everyone in the UK. God. It was the best song in the world. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. I think I've got it out of my system. I want to know. Cara doesn't. I want to know how the queen makes her money. If she's anything like me, I'll do anything for money, eh, Jordan? <laughs> Did you tell them about that? No, I met some new people the other day. And... <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't just you met some new people. We were at a manager's meeting. <laughs> and um, we're talking, I don't know, about Lotto or something. Encourages out of the sun and just goes, yeah, I'll do anything for money. And it all goes quiet. And you'll look at her and she's like, hmm. No, so the Queen makes her money. There is a tax that people pay. It works out to be about a like one pound sixty something per person per year. Um, so in if when you look at it that way, it's not really a whole lot. But the other way that they make their money as well is so you know you've got like let's say the Duchy of Cambridge, for example. You know how you've got the Duchess of Cambridge and that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 So. The, um, they rent out like apartments or buildings or offices and that sort of stuff to people. So they're creating jobs and, you know, so they're real estate. Yeah. They've got lots of different ways to make money, but 
can I ask another question? I'm so sorry. Can I ask another question? Why why does the monarchy exist? <laughs> so originally before government, so before the House of, you know, Commons and the House of Lords and that sort of stuff, they mm. like that didn't exist. It was just the monarchy. So what the king or queen said went, basically. And how did they oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> how like why are they like I, and I don't mean this with any disrespect, but why are they so important? Like, how did they... Well, originally, if there was no one in charge, that shit would have been a cesspool of fucking, like, sword fights. and fuck. I mean, it was anyway at some point. But, you know, everyone would have been arguing with each other. There was no order. There was no sort of, right. you know, that, like, I guess, responsibility. There was, you know, things weren't fair and that sort of stuff. So... Basically, what they've had to do is go, okay, well, we need someone to be in charge, fight it out, mm. basically. And the person who won became the king or queen. But back then, predominantly, it was the king. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, so pay taxes. So Queen Elizabeth II voluntarily paid taxes anyway. <clears throat> what a good egg. Yeah. Um, in 2013, the queen uh, changed the Succession Act. This basically allowed, so I spoke before about how um, it was the firstborn son that would take over the throne and it always went. So if a situation was like, you know, like the Cambridges, well, now the Prince and Princess of Wales, their children, so it goes George, Charlotte, Louis, so boy, girl, boy. Previous to 2013, if George took the throne and for whatever reason he passed away and didn't have any heirs, rather than Charlotte then taking the throne next, Louis would have gone next. <laughs> so that whole like explanation, it just made me think of that movie, She's the Man. <laughs> I actually love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that just like in the corner, just like if I put on a wig and I'm sworn in, they can't uns like swear me in, right? <laughs> got like a Mulan situation going as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, she was the first member, sorry, she was the first female member of the royal family to actively serve time in the armed forces. She joined the women's branch of the Auxiliary Territorial Branch or the ATB in World War II. For this service, Queen Elizabeth II learned how to drive specifically so that she could learn how to repair vehicles. What? Yeah. Yeah. I believe I believe she was about 15 at the time. 16. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite thing about the Queen. She was an ally of the LGBTQIA plus community. What? Really? Yeah. She was. Yeah. She actually fought for um marriage equality. Wow. Yeah. Get on you, Liz. <laughs> on, yeah. So yeah, um, I wonder if there's any gays in the royal family. I have also wondered the same thing. Probably like, the surely Tories. there's always <laughs> probably there's always at least one in every family. <laughs> there's always someone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but do you know with... what I mean? Like, yeah, someone's yes. uncle or bloody. Something, something. Yeah. Something, something. I find it, I was, um, I'm a bit embarrassed by how late in life it was I found out that the Queen loved corgis. 
When did you find out? I, I was like in high school. Like, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> and that that's just because like some chick next to me in class had like corgi socks on with crowns. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, what, what's that? She's like, oh, the queen's corgis. I was like, the queen has dogs? <laughs> She's like, yeah, she loves them. I was like, oh, cool. She owned like four at a time. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we all know that Her Majesty was a remarkable woman. And much like the media, we could talk for hours and hours and hours about the remarkable work that she did in her 70 year reign and back to her lifetime. She lived to serve her kingdom and her people. She was a constant in all of our lives and she always just kind of seemed to be there. But did you know that the Queen survived three major assassination attempts throughout her reign? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I knew of one, but I don't yeah. know the story. Yeah. See, I didn't know of any. Like, it sounds very believable, but then I'm also like, the amount of time she ruled, only three? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, she wasn't really one. It's the queen. Why would you want to assassinate her? Yeah, but isn't there like a lot of people? Well, depending what side you're on. But isn't mm. there like, there's usually a motive for it. Like, what's that president that got assassinated? Oh, John F. Kennedy? Yeah, there's, a, there's political motivation. Motives. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. tell us about the assassinations. Not everyone's a huge fan of the royal family either. Yeah. Uh, that's. There's a lot of damaging history attributed. Oh, really? What, like, mm. that they've, they've caused? Yeah. I think. Colonialism. Yeah. The major thing is colonialism. Oh, and... yeah. Sure. Yeah stolen generations no no i was just going to say in saying that like when i was doing my research and stuff on this it does say that she especially in africa where there was a lot of british colonialism and that sort of stuff she actually assisted these people to become republics and take back their own land and that sort of stuff so it's not like she didn't recognize what happened we obviously need to acknowledge and recognize that it has happened if that makes sense um, so, yeah, her assassination attempts. So in 1970, Queen Elizabeth and her husband, and this is from, sorry, I should say, it's a Chinese article. In 1970, Queen Elizabeth and her husband, Prince Philip, were on tour of Australia. Um, it was on this trip, according to a former detective, Superintendent Cliff McCarty, that an attempt was made on the Queen's life. For one stretch of their travels, the monarch and her husband were travelling by rail from Sydney to Orange in New South Wales on the 29th of April. Detectives explained uh, that would-be assassins had placed a log on the train tracks in an attempt to derail the train as it neared Lithgow. Lithgow? Lithgow? I don't know. I'm sure someone will correct us. Um, which is interesting, though, is that another train had scouted the tracks about an hour before um, the Queen's train had come through. No, no one had found anything suspicious or anything like that. So the log's subsequent appearance fueled suspicions that there was an assassination plot. However, uh, when the train hit the log, um, the train was reportedly travelling too slowly for any damage to be done. No one was ever arrested for the alleged plot. And in fact, the story only came to light in 2009 when McCarty spoke out about it on his retirement. He claimed that the government had successfully covered up the story until then to avoid embarrassment. It really had everyone stumped then, hey? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> How long were you sitting there waiting on that? 
uh, like halfway through because it just <laughs> came to me. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't leave you hanging. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. Would you look at how this derailed? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> 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 the next assassination attempt occurred in 1981. It happened at the Trooping of the Colour, which is an annual ceremonial <laughs> event mm. held in London to celebrate the Queen's accession to the throne. Is Nadine okay? Jesus, yeah, sorry. I just heard like the biggest screech out the front. That was crazy. They must have kept driving. Like a car was like... Jesus. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> What's the tea? What's the tea? Yeah, it happened again. They must be doing drag races or something. It just sounds really close. What RuPaul's in your neighbourhood? Yas Queen! Jordan! Is the Yasafi in the streets of Perth? It's great. <laughs> yes, I'm right. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Um, yeah. So the Trooping of the Colour is an annual event um, held in London to celebrate the Queen's accession to the throne every year. Um, crowds gathered along the mall to watch the Queen attending the ceremony on horseback. In the crowd, there was a 17-year-old male, um, Marcus Sargent. As the Queen rode by, he fired six blanks um, from a starting pistol. And according to reports, the Queen's horse, Burmese, who was actually 19 years old at the time, was startled, but the Sovereign managed to calm him down and rode on. It's actually really interesting when you look at the video footage as well. She just doesn't flinch. The horse kind of kicks up a little bit, but she just pats him um, to try and calm him down. And within seconds, she's just trotting along. Like, it's crazy. She was very, very, what's the word? Do you think that's just, like, confidence in her being like, I know I'm fine? Yeah, but I guess the whole don't freak out factor thing, I don't know. Mm. Maybe she's been trained to react in such a situation. I guess she would have. You would have to have training. Mm. Yeah. Um, Sergeant was subsequently arrested and brought to trial. He admitted that he wanted to be famous and he'd been, <laughs> this is fucked, he admitted that he wanted to be famous and had been inspired by the assassination of John Lennon the year before. Jeez. He was sentenced to five years in prison under the Treason Act, given that he had willfully discharged at or near Her Majesty the Queen with a gun with the intent to alarm or distress Her Majesty. Mm -hmm. Five years, that's all he got. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, attempted murder should be a bit more. Did, so he knew they were blanks. Like he didn't, he wasn't actually trying to harm her. Yeah, he knew they were blanks. He literally oh. did it so that he could become famous and so that people knew his name. I mean, that was before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just waited a few years. Yes. Yeah. He could have just done a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next week's guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So her next assassination attempt was um, in New Zealand in 1981. Something about the south of the globe really wanted to kill the queen by the sounds of things. One in Australia, one in New Zealand. <laughs> the Australia one kind of makes sense, to be fair, just with what we are talking about before. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really know what influence she had on any era. Mm. I'm just not very educated when it comes to the queen or That's fair. the royals. So. That's fair. 
So in New Zealand in 1981, a few short months after being shot at at the mall for the Trooping of the Colour, the Queen again faced assassination attempt during a visit to New Zealand while visiting a museum in the city of... Now, I don't know how to pronounce this. Hopefully you guys can help me. So it's... Is it Dunedin or Dunedin? So it's D-U-N-E-D-I-N. I'm sure our New Zealand friends can help us out. <laughs> Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying it completely wrong. Anyway, 17-year-old Christopher John Lewis was waiting inside a nearby building and he fired out of the window as the Queen was getting out of a vehicle. He missed, although witnesses reported hearing a loud crack, according to various media outlets. Lewis was arrested shortly afterwards. Um, in fact, well, I say shortly, it was actually eight days later. And he served three years, mostly in a psychiatric facility, but yeah. he later took his life. Oh. That's fair. He, yeah, so he was actually known to be a little bit of a, like he, he just had mental health issues and was mm. all quite, yeah, he needed a bit of help. Mm. So one more interesting thing. It's not really an assassination attempt, but it is really weird and it was a bit of a threat to her life. Um, so for Chris, well, around Christmas time in 2021, um, wait, is that right? 2021? Last year. Last Christmas. Oh my God, I didn't realise it was that recent. That's crazy. So Christmas 2021, um, 20-year-old Southampton resident, Joswin Singh Chael uh, broke into the grounds of Windsor Castle where Her Majesty was spending the festive season with the intent to injure. As such, he was charged um, under Section 2 of the Treason Act, 1842, as well as threats to kill under Section 16 of the Offences Against the Person Act in 1861 and possession of an offensive weapon under Section 1 of the Preventative Crime Act, 1953. What weapon did he have? I don't know what he had. Oh, oh, sorry, that's a lie. He had a crossbow. That is the most British thing I have ever heard. (laughs) Why is that the most British thing you've ever heard? I've never seen a crossbow. (laughs) It just feels like very, like, you know, loading the guns, popping into powder and just being like, ah, get the crossbow. And yeah. (laughs) Get the crossbow. (laughs) Make the tea first, you know, get the crossbow, stuff like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) um so yeah no doubt that would have been very scary for the queen he was however unable to access any of the buildings before getting caught um but it was undoubtedly a troubling time for the royal and her family crazy Mm, rest in peace rest in peace yeah that was really interesting i didn't know about those assassination attempts Mm. I always found the story of someone breaking into Buckingham Palace fascinating. Maybe I saw it on the crown. I read it and then I saw it on the crown and I was like, holy shit, I never knew that. Yeah, I think there was a few attempts um, to break into her palaces. She lived a life. It was certainly yeah. interesting, that's for sure. It's, are people allowed inside Buckingham Palace? Yeah, you can do tours of like the back quarters. Um mm. But, like, you can't go into, like, the front area or, like, the... So, at the front is, like, the fancy kind of show-off area. And then if you're looking from it front on, just on the right-hand side is where, like, the apartments are and the offices. Mm. And then it's, like, the back left-hand quarter that you can tour. It, Interesting. That would yeah. feel, like, awful to be there, I feel like. Because, like, no matter that? what time of your day and everything, you just... There's always people. Mm. That would be horrendous. Mm. 
God forbid you run into people. Well, no, it's just like you <laughs> imagine like just trying to get sleep and there's people at the front lawn. Oh, you mean living there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would just be like one of the worst things in the world. Well, she predominantly lives at Windsor, so. But yeah, the people know where that one was as well. Yeah, but I don't know if it's as accessible as Buckingham Palace is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was really interesting. I also have a story, if you guys don't mind me going ahead. I have a story about a queen also. It's not a true crime story, but it is about a queen. And it's about the the Queen Mary II, which is a really big ship. I said ship. Not shit. (laughs) I think this is every podcast that shit has been brought up. Yeah, we should really change our name to Are You for Serials True Crime and Poop Podcast? <laughs> yeah. A poop cast, if you will. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's more of like a ghost story, um, which is probably not great because Nadine looks like she's falling asleep. <laughs> And I'm about to start no. a ghost story. She's <laughs> not going to be asleep after this. If you want her to stay awake, this is the exact story to tell. We'll see. Anything possible. <laughs> we were just seeing the colour drain from her face right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know anything about the Queen Mary ship? Yeah. Is this the no. ship that is inspired by Titanic? Is this the ship <laughs> that inspires the movie Ghost Ship? Um... I don't know about ghost ship, but it does inspire. Thirteen ghosts. What? I'm sorry. Thirteen. You're like, hold on, hold on. I'm getting a message. There's thirteen ghosts on the Queen Mary the (laughs) Second. But was there? (laughs) We haven't got to that part yet, so I don't know. No, there's a movie called 13 Ghosts. Yeah, I know the movie. That's actually a movie? Yeah, it's like a cult movie. People love it. I'll have to check it out. Wow, so you guys just laugh at me, but I was actually being for real. (laughs) Okay, this story has been sitting here for three weeks now. (laughs) So it's a while since I put it all together. (laughs) So let's see how it turns out. So the Queen Mary II is a really huge ship. Construction began on the Queen Mary in 1930 in Clydebank, Scotland. Was the ship brown? Because imagine a big brown boat in a sea of water. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Are you thinking about shit again? (laughs) Are you talking about floaters? Imagine the boat's brown and it's floating in the ocean. Have you not seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's very like historically accurate. Fuck, I don't know what just happened to me then. I'm so sorry, but that was really funny. Oh, that's so funny. So she still lost it. I'm one sentence in, Jackie. <laughs> I'm such a prick. I'm so sorry. I'll stop. 
Actually, no, no. Sorry, this is a good time to pull it out. Last week, last week, last recording, me and Kara got shit saying we interrupted and spiraled. No, 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 motherfuckers. It was not. Yeah. It was this bitch. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't the one pulling faces at each other. No, 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 no. You interrupted so many times. And then the one time me and Geordie interrupted, you guys are like, oh my God, you're such children. Yeah. yeah. So we Can want we a written apology. Yeah? yeah. Imagine if the boat's brown and it's in the. No, 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 no. I'm not having this. This is not right. We we have rights in this world. And me and Kara have been violated. And it's not okay. It's not okay. I'm taking <laughs> a stand. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you, what? You tell us, sister. There's there's free speech and that's so cool. But you know, joined me on the ship the other week. Yeah, but you know what? Now she's jumped (laughs) ship. Okay, she's with us now. Hey, watch it. (laughs) This is not Tom Ford. Sorry, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. So yes, apologies, please. Written in ink, feathered pen, (laughs) delivered by Quail. (laughs) Sorry. So construction began on the Queen Mary in 1930 in Clydebank, Scotland, and despite suffering economic setbacks during the Great during the Great Depression, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) that's what I'm having right now—a Great Depression. (laughs) Same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck. Despite suffering economic setbacks during the Great Depression, which stalled construction on the ship for several years, Cunard Line spared no expense on building the Queen Mary. The ship was designed to be in a class of its own and set a new benchmark for White Star transatlantic travel for the rich and famous. Think like Titanic aesthetically. So it was really bougie. Um, it had five dining areas and lounges, two cocktail bars and swimming pools, a grand ballroom, a squash court, and even a small hospital. It was like the epitome of class and elegance for the time. Mm-hmm. So there is actually a legend. Um, I got this from the website of the Queen Mary. There is a legend about the name of the ship in that the board of directors for the Cunard Line had decided to name the ship the Queen Victoria, which would have been in keeping with the tradition of the Cunard ships having like the ER suffix at the end. So like Victoria, Lusitania. Do you mean like ER as in the letter E, the letter R? Sorry, English. (laughs) I am English. Bad English. (laughs) IA as the suffix. I like, oh, I, I, I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Diarrhea, claustrophobia. <laughs> we should, we should start a drinking Hysteria. game where Ooh. you take shots every time we talk about shit on our podcast. That would be Ooh, a really fun experience. We wouldn't be able to record an episode. No, we'd be <laughs> fucked, mate. Um, so yeah, they, they wanted it to be named the Queen Victoria, but when the Canard directors went to ask King George, um, for his blessing of the ship's name, basically they said, um, something along the lines of, Hey, we've decided to name our new ship after England's greatest queen. 
obviously meaning Queen Victoria, the king's grandmother. Um, but King George is reported to have stated, "Ah, oh, my wife, Queen Mary, will be delighted that you're naming the ship after her. Awkward. <laughs> wow. So, so they just, like, get an email about that or something? Or... <laughs> I believe it was in Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the ship was launched on the 27th of May, 1934, and the story goes an English psychic by the name of Lady Mabel Fortescue Harrison predicted the Queen Mary will know her greatest fame and popularity when she never sails another mile or carries another fair-paying passenger, which is pretty interesting given after many voyages and a rich history, the Queen Mary was retired in 1967 and now serves as an iconic Southern California attraction hotel and venue for like special events and stuff. So in a nutshell, in plain English for the dum-dums here, i.e. me, the Queen Mary would be the best when it's not actually doing what it's designed to do. That was the prediction, yeah. The prediction stated that the Queen Mary will know her greatest fame and popularity when she never sails another mile or carries another fair-paying passenger. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Um, and since the Queen Mary has been a hotel and like, you know, special event attraction kind of place, it has been more popular than ever. Um, so just a bit of history on like the service. Um, throughout the Queen Mary's service, it carried um two point two roughly million passengers in peacetime, and eight hundred ten thousand military personnel in the Second World War, and since retirement in Long Beach, an estimated 50 million people have visited. Do you mean Long Beach, California? Yeah. Oh, look at me with my geography. So the Queen Mary was the elite of cruise ships uh, for a solid three years and hosted like heaps of celebrities and royalty. And during this time, she even set a new transatlantic speed record, which she actually held for 14 years. Um, but when the Queen Mary docked in New York in September of 1939, it was actually the last time she would carry civilian passengers for many years as World War II had just started. And the Queen Mary, like many other ships at the time, was transformed into a troop ship. Uh, she was painted camouflaged grey and stripped of all the luxuries. The Queen Mary and its sister ship, the Queen Elizabeth, uh, frequently ferried Allied troops across dangerous seas, um, during the war, which were, like, filled with German U-boats. Mm -hmm. Throughout this time, she was nicknamed the Grey Ghost because of her stealth and dark colour. The Queen Mary was the largest and fastest troop ship and could move over 16,800 troops at 30 knots. And Winston Churchill allegedly credited the Queen Mary with helping the Allied forces win the war. When you're referring to speed on a boat... So they thirty knots. Yeah, what is one knot equivalent to in kilometers per hour? Does anyone know? I'll Google. Our resident researcher Nadine will find out. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So one knot is approximately one point eight five two kilometers per hour. Wow! So, so they're traveling at like yeah. 60. Kilometers. Just on huh? 60 kilometers an hour. Which isn't really that fast, to be fair. No, but if a boat's going against a current and stuff. But for something that big as well. Yeah. 
That's the thing. True. I think the size of it is what makes it impressive. Yeah. Um. So because of how many passengers, you know, she could move so quickly, it's also said that Adolf Hitler actually placed a bounty um, of $25,000 and an Iron Cross uh, for the, sh the sinking of the, the Queen Mary. Um, and Churchill, wow. yeah. And Churchill um, actually travelled on the Queen Mary a few times and is believed to have plotted D-Day from his bath aboard the ship. So Winston <laughs> Churchill actually made six voyages all up on the Queen Mary and had, like, his own room, which was the state room M119. It's now known as the Churchill Suite. It was actually immensely lucky that the ship survived the wartime, um, as many did not, um, and she was such a big ship she would have been quite an like visible target the ship did have an incident where it collided with the hms karakoa i think is how you say the name on the 2nd of october 1942 so this occurred about 20 miles off the irish coast and it tore the smaller ship completely in half more than 300 people died in this incident one close call was due to a rogue wave actually that actually hit the ship as well um, on a voyage where she was carrying over 16,800 passengers. Yes, Jackie? Yes, Jackie. <laughs> um, so <laughs> rogue waves, they're the like random freak phantoms that happen that no one can really explain, aren't they? I believe they actually happen a lot more than we thought they did, than scientists thought they did. But, yeah, they're like really, really big kind of unpredictable waves. Yeah, they're meant to be like an unexplained phenomenon, kind of, aren't they? Or are they I'll explained Google. now? I just <laughs> did. Um, rogue waves are usually large, unpredictable, and suddenly appearing um, surface waves that can be extremely dangerous to ships. Oh, yeah. Even to larger ones. I don't know if I'm thinking of rogue waves. And isn't there, like, you're like talking about like the king waves or something. Yeah, maybe. where they just like, literally take people off shoreline. Yeah. yeah. This is what see shit like this scares me. This is why I hate the ocean. I'll never go on a cruise. I'll never go on shit like this. Yeah. Just it's too no, it's too much. I can't. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You've got king waves or sneaker waves. That's the other one. I'm with you, Geordie. I hate the ocean as well. It's just yeah, it's fucking scary. So yeah. A rogue wave, she was carrying 16,800 passengers, roughly, and they were all military servicemen and women. Um, and on that particular voyage, she set the record for the most number of people transported um, by a vessel anywhere in the world. Um, it was rocky seas and they encountered stormy weather around 700 miles off Scotland. Um, that was where the rogue wave hit and it was over 90 feet tall. Luckily, within Ooh. three, they were within three degrees of being capsized, um, which is a little bit too fucking close for comfort. Had the ship capsized, it likely those all of the sixteen thousand eight hundred troops would have perished. Um, <clears throat> by the end of World War Two, the ship had carried more than eight hundred thousand troops and travelled more than six hundred thousand miles. On July 21st, 1947, the Queen Mary resumed regular passenger service across the Atlantic Ocean um, and continued to do so for nearly two more decades until retirement. So, super elite ship with a really rich history, um, wartime action, and 
In that time, 49 reported deaths during her service. Um, add the fact that it was a cruise ship, so there was definitely shady shit because we all know what happens on cruises. Um, I can already feel the ghost Days stories. On cruises. Ooh. <laughs> 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 um, so it's actually voted as one of the top ten most haunted places in America by Time Magazine. Um, they they did an episode of Ghost Adventures on the Queen Mary, right? Yeah, there was Ghost Adventures, Most Haunted America yeah. did an episode. Um, there's been a couple. Uh, Ghost is it Ghost Hunters? Is that the one where there's like the like blonde British lady? That's Most Haunted. Yvette oh, okay. Fielding. Yeah, I yeah, used she... to love that show. Oh, oh my god, was... bring back more episodes of that fielding. What are you doing? The the best thing was when they had like a thing where it's like they replayed it and it was just like, Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you Literally. hear that? And she yeah. would just fucking scream at everything. I loved it. It was so funny. Yeah. So good. Um, but yeah, they need to bring that show back. Uh, but yeah, there's been lots of ghost uh, hunters that have been there. Psychics have visited the Queen Mary over the years. I all, you know, obviously hoping that they make contact with the many spirits said to be there. Um, and there's also ghost tours that you can book into. Uh, obviously, while you stay at the hotel, you can choose some of the supposedly more haunted rooms. So the resident ghosts that are allegedly living on this ship we have officer william e stark on the evening of the 18th of september officer stark went to go prepare some gin for himself finding what he thought was a bottle of gin in one of the cupboards he drank up but realized pretty quickly that it wasn't gin at all and he'd mistakenly grabbed the old gin bottle that now held a poison carbon tetrachloride um mm. so they actually used this to clean furniture hate it when that happens <laughs> so annoying uh so on finding this out the captain immediately notified the ship's doctor who informed stark that he needed to come to the ship's hospital straight away to have his stomach pumped of the poison from all reports william didn't think it was a big deal um so not only did he refuse to have his stomach pumped he joined the other officers to have actual drinks with gin and lime Numerous men would testify that Officer Stark treated the whole incident lightly and joked it off. But sadly, by the following day, Officer Stark's health had started to decline and a few days later he passed away. What does, what's the poison called? Something tetrahydride? Uh, carbon tetrachloride. What does carbon tetrachloride do to you when you ingest it? Our resident researcher, Nadine, will look this up. Well, I, I don't think we need research. I think it just kills you. Yeah, I mean, it killed poor Officer Stark. Yeah, yeah. but I want to know how. Like, how does it affect you? Probably. Acute exposure to carbon tetrachloride via any route of exposure can cause gastrointestinal and ne neurological effects in the first 24 hours, such as nausea, vomiting, dihoriha, headache, dizziness, depression of conscious level, and dyspnea. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what is dyspnea? <laughs> oh no, I'm so tired. 
<laughs> just watching you say it is is great. <laughs> <laughs> so this difficult or labored breathing. Labored breathing. Yeah. So that'll be the depression of the depression. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> losing consciousness. Basically, it's relaxing everything. Breathlessness. Dyspnea. It is dyspnea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about the first ghost that's said to haunt the the ship. Oh, so Officer William Stark. Yeah. So I guess that was a pretty. He didn't actually die on the ship though. They they did. Um, they were docking uh, around the time that he drank the poison, and he died off the ship in a hospital. So I don't know what the stance is on people haunting places they didn't actually die in and whatnot but yeah he is said to to haunt possibly mm. haunt the ship so the next ghost is the white lady so both guests and workers have reported sightings of the white lady a woman dressed in a ghostly white evening gown floating at the end of the first class lounge um she's actually been <laughs> reported for more than half a century so she's an old girl um, she's said to show herself as a beautiful young woman, though, in an elegant white evening gown, and she dances alone in a shadowy corner. Don't we all? <laughs> I just dance in the shower. Um, the next ghost is little Jackie. Um, so there's a psychic. <laughs> Peter ja- <laughs> I'm, I'm still alive. <laughs> just, just seeing your face like go from like smile to just drop. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm gonna haunt you when I'm dead. But no, we've already spoken about this. I have to die first. Y'all are Mormon. I honestly thought you said y'all are Mormon, and I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, little Jackie. Um, so psychic Peter James first came across little Jackie in 1991 while exploring the Royal theater with a film crew. He asked who she was and she audibly replied, meet me in the other pool, which caused a bit of confusion at the time because he didn't realize that the, um, room that he was in had been the second class pool during the ship's sailing days. Um, there is a lot of footage of like the interactions that, Peter James had with little Jackie online as well. If you guys want to check it out, I can send it to you after. It's pretty cool. Peter met Jackie in the first class pool and what transpired there has now become part of paranormal legend. Peter conversed with Jackie over 10 minutes and poor guy, if it was this Jackie, he wouldn't get a fucking word in edgeways. Excuse me. Sorry, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Allegedly, um, yeah, 10 minutes. And the whole conversation was caught on camera. So this event actually helped launch Peter into the spotlight and spawned his television show, which was called Sightings. So Jackie Torrin had a tragic passing. She was five or six when she drowned in the ship's pool. I actually wrote on my notes in the ship's poo by accident. I'm not even joking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my bad um, were, you, were you thinking about needing to poo at the time period? probably let's be honest she was actually just researching on the toilet <laughs> that's just mm-hmm. brought me back to was it the first or second mini that we were talking about 
creatures having to swim up the toilet. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think I think that was the waffle stomp episode. I think so too. Oh, in fact, I think it was Jordan's story. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember half of what I say. So there's been lots of reports of people hearing little Jackie splashing and calling for her parents and responding to questions. <laughs> Um, she's said to have a very playful side and likes to have fun with people by playing peekaboo um, from the upstairs balcony. I do wonder if I am her reincarnation. No, no, well, no. I mean, look, you don't like water on your face. You should see. Oh, my you God. Don't, you don't like water up your ass either. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. <laughs> I don't think anybody enjoys that. Hey, 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 don't judge. Um, oh. Need a bowel cleanse, Jordan. Sometimes it's just nice to not feel so alone. <laughs> a barley, <laughs> a barley bowel cleanse. Ooh, <laughs> if you know, you know. If everyone can please refer back to our mini episode, that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, she likes to have fun with people by playing peekaboo <laughs> from the upstairs balcony. She'll allow just a glimpse of herself, and then she'll quickly duck down from the balcony, only to appear in another part of the pool to repeat her game. The lady in white has also been known to sing to Jackie and spirit girl known as Sarah has taken it upon a, sorry, a spirit girl known as Sarah has taken it upon herself to be Jackie's protector. Allegedly, Sarah, who is said to have either drowned in the same pool in 1949 or was murdered in the first class women's change rooms. The claim has been disputed, though, as according to the ship's logbooks, nobody ever died in the pool area. Interesting. Just about to take a photo of Nads asleep. Nads sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. Oh my god, Nads, what's up behind you? Dying. Fuck you, cunt. (laughs) Fuck off. Woke you up. (laughs) Go straight back to that British haunting trade. Did you say that? Did you say that? (laughs) Um. Ah, you shit. Because I saw the guitar, like my guitar case in in the corner as well. When you were like, what's behind you? Can you see my, that? Yeah. Yeah. No, Um, I do as well. No. Probably. (laughs) Well. (laughs) RuPaul's found his way into your house, I reckon. I think that, Zine, I think you can actually, um, (laughs) RuPaul. Um, Nadine, I think you can empathize with the next ghost right now. Grumpy the growling ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Do do the face, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Grumpy is, Grumpy's identity is not known, but Grumpy does tend to growl at visitors. Um, (laughs) They're rumoured to lurk in a room under the stairs near the first class swimming pool and sometimes join another ghost, John Henry, which we'll talk about in a second, um, in the boiler room. People have never experienced any harm when coming into contact with Grumpy, but occasionally he is accompanied by a smell of cigarette smoke. Ironically, two things associated with me, Grumpy and cigarette smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Another ghost is called John Henry. John had lied about his age to secure work aboard the liner. Um, He worked in engine room 13. John's life was cut short when he was crushed to death whilst trying to flee a fire in the engine room. 
knocks and bright lights can be heard and sometimes it's even been reported that the door to the engine room is hot to touch. Workers have reported hearing screams and smoke and ghost hunters reported seeing Henry's shadowy figure lurking behind them in the boiler room. Just like the one behind you, Ned. <laughs> Fuck you, <man. laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I hate you guys right now. There's actually a lot more ghosts than I thought there were. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so John Petter, otherwise known as Half Hatch Harry, was actually killed by the same door as John Henry. So the infamous door number 13, located um in the like boiler area, killed two people. Um for John Petter, it actually crushed him like completely to death. Some say that he was playing chicken with another crew member, and some say it was a tragic accident. Given that the door allegedly takes 60 seconds to close, some have also speculated that he was held there and murdered. Peda is known to leave greasy handprints and show himself wearing blue overalls, and the famous door is was actually used in the filming of the Poseidon Adventure. Mm. What's that? What yeah, what's Poseidon? The Poseidon what? Adventure is a movie. What what's it about? Probably Poseidon, yeah. Cool. Another ghost is Captain John Treasure Jones. Um, Mm -hmm. So he was actually the last captain of the Queen Mary between 1965 and 1967, and he captained the final voyage from Southampton to Long Beach. The final countdown. (laughs) thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week we're living together um so yeah he was actually the last captain he captained the final voyage from southampton to long beach and he got some serious kudos for doing that in the maritime community uh, it was a bit of a celebrity following the, the vessel's retirement. He died age 87 in 93. Jones was well known on the ship for his affinity uh, for cigars, and visitors sometimes still report smelling cigar smoke in the captain's quarters. But do you think, sorry, but do you think that's actually just because the smell of cigarettes and cigars just fucking sticks around? It I don't around know. It's a bad smell, but you think they would have redecorated it. Well, I'll tell you yeah. like a little tidbit story about that i went on like a ghost tour once mm. with um my family shout out to them love you and we go into the office and they're like this um girl used to be here and she always used to and as soon as they said always used to they like pause and there was like the smell of this very flowery perfume wow. that i just like got immediately and they're like oh she always used to have this flower perfume and some people say they can still smell it Oh, ah, that that's cool. Like it could be a thing, or it could just be because I don't know. I I couldn't really explain it. Yes, Jackie. Actually, there's a really big spider on Nad's desk. Fuck you, <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Stop. Oh, <laughs> Stop. I'm gonna quit. That's it. You're on a fuck. I'm tired, and you're fucking taking advantage of it. You can't oh. quit. We. What are we gonna do without the comedy in the comedy podcast? Yeah, and also well, that um, sounds like a you problem. Yeah, but won't games be like 
boring to play on your own when we're recording. True. Yeah. True. Stop scaring me then. <laughs> I'm too gullible for that shit. My aim of that was to actually get you standing up so it gave you a bit of extra energy. Yeah, it's like you've done gardening all day or something. <laughs> <laughs> Only you could go to someone's house for like a jam session and end up gardening. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun though. Yeah, see, I've I think I'd hate gardening. Nah. It no, fun. it's outside. Outside sucks. The, the graphics are so shit. Some vitamin D. Yeah, no vitamin D. Yeah, yeah, it is. You'd like a bit of vitamin D, wouldn't you, Jordan? Okay, this isn't going to help my like family situation right now. Oh God, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, not that. The 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 you know. Where I uh, yeah, it up it's last okay to be. Yeah. That kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. that one. It feels like they just want me to be. Sorry, it's okay if you are. <laughs> no, I know you're not gay. I have the gaydar. You do. Plus, I know you like milks too much. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all want to keep it PG or what? We have, a co- no, according to our analytics, we have zero to 18-year-olds listening. Like zero to 18? Fucking how young are they? Straight out the I room. Don't know. Has Kind been handing out like <laughs> Kind's been handing out like flies at school? You guys haven't heard that before, like newborns, babies, no. pressure squeezed. Oh, it makes my vagina hurt. Oh, same. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, what? I think you can tell your family you're definitely not gay. You're just a lesbian. I I don't think it matters what they think of my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> my whole countdown stuck in my head. Same. Now. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so the last ghost that's said to haunt the Queen Mary is Dana. Um, legend has it that a murderous father killed and strangled his wife and children and then shot his other child, Dana, in the bathroom of one of the rooms, B474. So Dana's spirit can be found lurking with the other ghostly children in the second-class pool and sometimes joins Grumpy and John Henry in the boiler room. Now, interestingly enough, another allegedly haunted room on the ship is B340. Disney at one point acquired the Queen Mary and some land around it in um, Long Beach, and they had the intentions of making it into a theme park called Port Disney with haunt, uh, with a haunted passages tour, which capitalized on the legends and unexplained deaths on the ship. A stop on that tour was the room B340 in which Disney installed haunted mansion-style effects with floorboards that would creak, taps that would turn on, and a whole heap of other special effects. The project, though, failed miserably, and Disney went elsewhere. And when they left, they locked up that room, and it stayed locked for decades, leading many to speculate and create legends regarding the room. Many hotel rooms on the ship have received complaints of paranormal activity inside, and guests have reported sounds as they attempted to sleep, like such as creeping, knocking, slamming of doors, shadow figures that appear at the bottom of the beds, or just behind the dean. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is every time she's just like this. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 
pop you and turns around. See, the thing is, she can never defriend us because who's going to do her gardening? Yeah, I know. So legit or exorcisms the only reason why we're here yeah. <laughs> so on. yeah guests have reported sounds as they attempted to sleep like creaking knock, knocking slamming of doors shadow figures that appear at the bottom of beds backs of rooms and inside closets and sometimes guests have even spoken about being poked in the face while they've tried to sleep or feeling cold hands grab shake or push them it's actually given me fucking Man, words. Sorry, i hate sorry. cold hands <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Oh, has anyone seen Scary Movie? Yeah. Years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Are you talking anyway, about the, take I'll... my strong hand? Well, yeah, but not that part. <laughs> Are you talking about the toilet <laughs> store? I'm talking about the ghost that that she has relations with. Oh, <laughs> and she gets like fucked on the side of the wall and the roof like, and stuff. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the second one, I it's think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Take my strong hand, chat. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are kind of intimidated about Did you know that that is a Mandela effect? He doesn't he, he doesn't say, take my strong hand. He says, here, take my hand. Yeah, true, actually. I've seen that. Like, I've seen them talk about the thing. For those that don't believe me, go back it's and like watch that. it. He never says, take my strong hand. Like, E.T., phone home is actually E.T., home, phone. Yes, it is. And one. the song "We Are the Champions" doesn't end with the words "of the world." It just ends with "We what? Are the Champions." Well, it's not of the world. No, nah. it doesn't finish with "of the world." What do you mean? So, but it's it's in the song. It's in the song, but it, people think it finishes with "We Are the Champions of the World," but it's not. It's just "We Are the Champions." I think it would be better if it finished with "of the, of world. the world." Yeah. Yep. We need a whole episode on the Mandela effect. <laughs> An episode on spiraling where we spiral. <laughs> Great. Because <laughs> you know we'll bring something up. It's like the Simpsons are this. Oh, yeah, the Simpsons was great. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> well, actually, we were talking about Simpsons predictions earlier on tonight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Nostradamus. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Thanks, creepy. TikTok. I didn't know that. While it's unclear of the exact number of spirits, some have suggested that it's hundreds due to the vortexes on the ship. And with tons of paranormal evidence, there's been shitloads caught on tape, you know, with these ghost hunting shows going there. And there's been freaking wet feet footprints seen and all sorts. Um, it wouldn't be surprising if the ship was actually haunted. But that is all I have for you today, folks. What do you think? Do you think it is? I really want to go there. I want to go stay there. I honestly think it's another case of there's probably something there, but it was probably more a case of people's hysteria and emotions and everything coming together, creating something rather than it actually being necessarily haunted if so you're kind of saying yeah. it's like almost self-manifested i would say yeah. so yeah all i had really is medieval torture oh this sounds good this is interesting. looking at some of the torture devices that they had there's a lot of similarities to bdsm christian gray's sex room yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you'd know that. 
<laughs> yeah, my dungeon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nads showed us her dungeon today. Just to clarify, <laughs> if any of my family is listening to this, <laughs> the dungeon is actually my shed, my garden shed. <laughs> I don't have a sex dungeon. Yeah, she uses a shed. Um, <laughs> doesn't have a sex dungeon. I have dungeon. a sex shed. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I've always found it really fascinating, to be honest. We were fucked back then and we're still fucked, <laughs> but just in different ways. Um, hey, shall I share some photos? Yes, please do. Yes. What the fuck is that? Nipple clamps. It looks like a penis <laughs> clamp. Yeah. That's well, not a penis. Does it store the balls as well? Basically, this is going to require a lot of editing. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to position the screen so I can actually see what I'm doing. Um, so this little guy, this is really? called the pair of anguish. So it's basically a metal device that looks much like one of those, what are they called? Speculum, speculum, mm, yeah. you do a pap smear. Um, so what it's actually designed to do is they would insert it into your mouth or into other orifices and it would basically force open your jaw so until your jaw shattered so just for the listeners yeah out there it looks like this is going to sound ridiculous but it kind of looks like a butt plug with a ring on the end of it <laughs> yeah but like a, a long game yeah plug. and it separates <laughs> like a speculum in four separate sections. Wow. We'll add these to the Instagram yeah. when yeah. we yeah. Yeah. No, this this stuff is really interesting to me. Yeah, no, same. This one here you'll see. So okay. Wait, so that previous one did not look anything like a butt plug. In fact, this one does. <laughs> <laughs> it's if you imagine the pyramid and then being tied up and shackled on top of the peak of the pyramid, naked. Just Saturday night, really? Yes, that looks <laughs> yeah. quite sore on the anus. 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 Um, so, yeah, basically there is, this one is called the Judas chair. Um, so it is essentially a massive pyramid that would be inserted to the anus or vision of the victim who would then be lowered onto it, stretching out grotesquely why um, that would eventually mm. split someone in half wouldn't it it's... that's kind of the yeah so a lot of these tortures were like um so typically the torture was done for you know to, to get them to confess something um or just i don't know to be honest i don't understand why it was a necessity but um, typically, it was to get them to confess, but for a lot of a lot of these torture devices that they used, they pretty much did it to kill them. Yeah. Um, I think I think the most fucked up one is one called the tub, which you will see here. Any guesses of what the tub might be? I feel like I do know this one. I feel like they put people in them and they literally boiled them to death. Like the lobster. I love 
I love that, but it's worse. Oh, God, how can it get worse? Yeah, they put them in upside down and shackle yeah. them or lower them in or something. Oh. Yeah. So what they do <clears throat> is uh, the person would be put into the tap into the tub and shackled in and then they would smear honey on their face and they would let um, all the insects and bugs. Whoa, whoa hang on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is, this is probably one of the most terrific ones. So essentially they would put them in the bugs and everything would just crawl all over their face and eat the honey. Um, the the prisoners, they'd, they'd continue to get fed, so like the guards would come in and they would feed them and give them water to keep them alive. But obviously because they were being... <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Obviously because they were being um, slowly eaten alive, maggots would start to form and um how long did this torture last well that's what i mean like some of them like you wouldn't do that to someone that you were trying to get a confession from surely like you would do that with intention of just being a sick motherfucker yeah 100 percent. um because like a lot of these people they just it was just a slow death so they would just literally decay they would be fed they would then be in their feces they would then be, yeah. So sad. the point of the tub was literally just easy cleanup. I mean, there's an idea, potentially. Gross. Yeah, because then why wouldn't they just be able to shackle them to something you else? You mean like the bucket, sorry, the tub, cauldron-looking thing picks up or holds the droppings? Well, they're literally stuck in there, eating, shitting, sleeping. Oh, my God. While they're being eaten by flies and bugs and insects and eventually obviously with flies there's maggots and it's all just like a whole compost of when is it when was this used this is all medieval torture devices so what else you got for us um the iron maiden it's almost like a torture guessing game we need like an intro to this segment. It's like trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what this one does? <laughs> Is this the chokey from Matilda? Oh no no yeah. Matilda, <laughs> pretty much. Oh whoa. <laughs> but it's it's called um the Miss Iron. Miss Trunchbull didn't try and kill. We love you, Miss Trunchbull. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I've heard of this one before. I mean, the, the photo is pretty self-explanatory, but if you are listening, uh, imagine being enclosed in a... It's tomb. like an Egyptian that... sarcophagus. Standing up coffin. That's yeah. the one, yes. An Egyptian sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. <laughs> I sound so dumb. <laughs> um and with spikes in it. Wait, do those spikes go into the person then? I'm guessing they just bleed out. Yeah, so they're left in there for however long. I want to know who the um, fuck came up with this shit. Which twisted I, motherfucker yeah. thought, oh, I know how to really fuck them up. 
You could also make that a lot worse if you get a rag with lemon juice and polish the spikes oh, with it and then pour salt on it. Jordan, Ouch. you're the type of twisted motherfucker that would have come up with a punishment like this. That's like a torture tequila slam. I was going to say, <laughs> where's the tequila? <laughs> That's just the blood coming out of you after you can drink. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, look, I don't know. I don't know who came up with this shit. Ooh. I don't know why you would. I just, I can't. I feel like the Iron Maiden's probably like one of the more, the more like basic ones where you're like, oh, I can see where that, where the pyramid one, and shit like that. You're like, fucking how, especially the mouth one. Oh yeah, the pear. Yeah, because that to me, I I didn't think it was going through that hole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. In fact, like I was like, as soon as I had the expand in the shadow, I was like, oh yeah, that's creative. It is very creative. Yeah. Um, before I bring up the next image, does anyone want to have a guess at what the Spanish donkey is? Um, something you ride. I'm guessing it's something that goes up your bum. Um, you're both pretty spot on. <laughs> ride something. <gasps> oh, so... no. oh, oh, my vagina hurts again. <laughs> is anybody else like clenching yeah. right now? My yeah. jaw is on the floor. So the Spanish donkey, basically the way that they're tied up there, I don't know if you can see even from the bottom, um, you're essentially oh, sat on top of a wooden spiky log and your weight, so they basically attach weights to your feet and you basically sit on there until you split right down the middle. Why Spanish donkey? What ever know. happened to like, Triangle of Death is better. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you got a point. Why but, the fuck? But is it because it goes when I hear it goes up your ass. <laughs> your ass. Nice, 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 nice. No, but I hear Spanish donkey and my mind goes to a happy little cartoon. <laughs> I'm now, donkey. <laughs> It's just, oh. I. <laughs> Are you okay? So, <laughs> I used to think shibari tying and stuff was really artistic and I thought it was quite attractive and whatnot. I've never actually participated in it or anything like that. Not like, you know, with, you know, with the fancy knots and that sort of stuff. That image and the way that she's tied up has completely just fucking ruined it for me because now every time I see a rope, that's what I'm going to see. Sorry. About the poor that. woman. Yeah. It would have been men as well. Ow. Well, it, um, I, th I feel like torture is kind of a genderless crime, you know? Well, this yeah. was in Hocus yeah. Pocus. And yeah. Sylvester and Tweety. <laughs> they put um, the naughty kids in there. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. They sure do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the <laughs> fucking hell. These these cages, so they had these giant cast iron, well, I say giant, but they're cast iron cages that were literally big enough to fit a person in there without much movement. And they were just kept in there until they eventually died. Um, birds could come and, and peck away at them while they're in so the So I'm cage. guessing the shit and piss are just out of the cage. Probs. 
Just don't look up with your mouth open. Sorry. It looks, this particular one looks like it's hung out in the middle of the street like a fucking lamppost. Yeah. But imagine that being your bedroom window just behind it. Imagine <laughs> the stink. And would rent there be like high or low for that? <laughs> Because I feel like it's the thing that people want to see. So, like, oh, put, put it, put it, put it. Place with a view. Yeah. <laughs> Just hire out a room so people can have a look, eh? Do you think that as a, as a society that we've maybe, like, over the years, like, over the centuries, like, because we're all animals, like, over the years we've kind of <laughs> evolved away from those behaviours and that's why, like, even now we still have like serial killers. See, I think it's one of those things that it's everyone has it to them. I think, but it's deeper in even in today's society, we're still barbaric to some degree. You look at, yeah, you know, world wars or whatever. For example, you know, people are ordered to kill and they can do it so easily. But that's that's what I'm saying as well. Like, <clears throat> you go back to this time where it was totally acceptable to have someone locked in a cage when you step outside your balcony on a beautiful summer's day. Oh, I know. People used and to pay money to go and watch people, especially royalty, become beheaded. They used to pay money, like even, tickets for the show. Yeah, even that. Like, even that sort of stuff. So we've gone from being, like, like you said, like really barbaric <laughs> and over the, like, over the centuries, obviously, it's it's not okay to do that sort of thing. But what if it is? I feel I feel really wrong saying this, but what if it almost is like the killer instinct is in... like ingrained in our DNA to some degree? Yeah, and that's why there's still serial killers and yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like I've spoken about it with Kara when I'm in those moods where I'm like. I want to bring up something really weird and fucked up, but we're going to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just been like, I I do think everybody has a situation to them, regardless of like upbringing away from where they can just completely lose their shit mm. and like mm. murder violently. But I don't agree with it, and I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I don't think it every like people are going to do it i just think everybody is capable like everyone can have that one thing that sets them i don't know hey i don't know that i yeah i genuinely don't think that i ever could not that yeah. i would want to either but yeah i don't i, I want to put this out i don't want to obviously <laughs> but I it's just... hard though because if you it, it like sorry to interrupt no, i was no, just no. thinking like you know, God forbid something happened to your family and it was a case of you acting and hurting someone or your family getting hurt. Do you understand, like, what I'm trying to say? Like, while yeah. you wouldn't... Like, the thought of hurting someone makes me feel sick, like, physically sick. Like, uh, I'm not... I don't have that in me. But if it was a case of having to do something to protect my family, well, that might change my mind, you know? But then... That's yeah, I get that, but that's more again survival and protection versus like. Yeah, but that's kind of what I'm like. My point of it is where it's like there will be a situation where it can bring it out of you, where it is like survival or protection. I hear. Yeah. I still don't know that I would be 
I I see it. Like I see what you're saying. I just yeah, yeah. I don't think I I genuinely just don't think that. But it's could. a it's a good thing. Like that you yeah, might, like, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's just like personal view. Like, and I I not like oh that's the only way. Like I do get where it's like no, nah, I can't. But yeah, because hmm. like even even our biological reactions, like with anxiety and stuff like that like it's literally your amygdala that's reacting right it's like right at the core of your brain like there's stuff deep-seated in our dna i don't know why i just got really deep but i just <laughs> really got me thinking hey eh? <laughs> i'm here for the shit jokes stay here for the deep jokes <laughs> yeah we, we have everything here <laughs> what's that um it looks like it's gold and it looks like the Edward Scissorhands thing. What's that? Yeah, the nail kind of things that look like. It looks like a hair clip to color. me. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, this one is called. <laughs> one of the Dean's Do you want to guess? <laughs> is it the Spanish tickler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Magic's at the top of the screen, the name of it. Oh, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go away. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> don't, don't look at it. <laughs> I like how you did that, covering your camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not to be confused with the French tickler. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, there's two. No, I think it's referring to the... Wait, is this actually to tickle people? So... This fucking thing look like begin... it's going to tickle you. Yeah, so you used to hand it out in seen... kindergarten. And, uh... <laughs> Have you ever seen someone pull apart, like... Shredded chicken? Shredded tr- chicken uh... or, like, pull pork? No. Oh, yeah. God. Um, essentially, the claw is designed to penetrate the skin down to the bone and then yanked what? away. Yeah, that one's got me. <laughs> no, that one, I'm I'm fine with that because it's it's it feels like medieval Freddy Krueger. It's yeah, look, they're fucked. Our history is fucked, we're still fucked. <laughs> Everyone just needs to be better. That's literally just... an Edward Scissorhands thing then. Yeah. Wow. The claw. Gross. All right. I'm not going to make you guess the name of this, but do you guys want to guess what it what it's for? That's the um, they put people inside and they burn it. Yeah. Wow. Why? They probably used that before they used the the Spanish tickler. <laughs> what? That was, that was a joke, but. Um... <laughs> Oh, I, like I get it. Because <laughs> they cooked. Yeah. There's um in the Friday Thirteenth remake, there's like a kill similar to what Jason does, where he like puts the girl up by the sleeping bag over the fire pit. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's in the it's in the remake, and her body just like crisped up some falls out. Yeah. Grace. It it's called the breaking. Wheel. Oh my god. So if you're just listening and you're not scrolling through the Instagram or um, <laughs> you haven't seen this before, imagine being tied into 
a wagon wheel <laughs> and that's fucking gross literally sorry every part is mangled mm -hmm. yeah no every limb is snapped completely it's like they've tried to weave you between the spokes of a wagon wheel is it also why does he look mildly upset <laughs> it's like oh not again yeah it's I was going to go out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, shit. This is the third time this week. You know what? I'm not going to sleep if I keep going through these torture devices. We can have this as like a little recurring segment bit. Yeah. In, in which way? You guys are still staring at that picture, aren't you, Jack? Sorry, I'm like... <laughs> I'm shook. Like, I'm pretty well-versed in history and medieval torture and that sort of stuff. But a couple of these ones that you show me tonight, even I've not seen or heard of. And, mm. yeah, well. Oh, okay. I think this one's pretty self-explanatory, maybe. Well, yeah. What the fuck is that? All of them pretty much consist of being That would up. give me the world's worst back. Yeah, I don't think it would matter. Yeah, if you're not of those, you've got more problems than back pain. <laughs> yeah. Where's the guillotine? That was <laughs> so the you... guillotine was truly yeah. cutting edge technology. Oh God! I swear these kind of like devices is like the shit our mums taught us. Like when I was in school, they used to yeah. do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The guillotine's actually not on here. That one here is what people you get tomatoes thrown at them in cartoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then their heads chopped off. <laughs> yeah, well, didn't see that in Scooby Doo. All right. Um, I can't. I can't actually look at any more myself. <laughs> Literally share them. Yeah. Don't ruin yourself, Ness. Wow. His ears massive. It is actually, isn't it? It's very oh, disproportionate. Have got any so any funnies or any tea? Ooh. Um, we had. I'm severely underprepared because I've been severely... There was one submission that we got, but I'm trying to figure out whether we want to... We might wait until we've got more, or should I read that? No, I think you should read that one. So... Oh, is, it, is this one you teased us on yeah. last time? Is it? Yeah, no, of course. Read it. Okay. Please. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> We got a submission a few weeks ago and I really wanted to share it and I kind of wanted to, I don't know, maybe wait until we had more, but I feel like if we're going to end this podcast on a high note, I feel like this one needs to be read. Um, this person wants to remain anonymous. So thank you, Anonymous, for sending this in. Anonymous said, my brother is someone that clearly will make everyone laugh without worrying about himself being the centre of a joke. My brother would have been about 12 at the time. Uh, my mum went out for the night and we had a friend over. We lived in a double-storey home and we ordered pizza from the local pizza shop. My brother answered the door to the delivery guy wearing a pair of my booty shorts, crop top, heels, whore hoop earrings and a stuffed couple of lemons <laughs> and socks <laughs> in a bra. He asked the delivery guy if he wanted to come upstairs for a tip. <laughs> but wait, wait. A couple of years later, we had family over and he walked down the stairs without a shirt on, wearing nipple tassels, throwing those tassels around. 
my god. I think we need photos <laughs> to the cover of this podcast. You're right there, Jordan. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry guys, what's up? I think Jordan's dying of laughter, literally. Or or embarrassment, one of the one or the other. <laughs> Hey, we don't know who this is. Yeah, we don't know who it is, but you did seem to have quite a visceral reaction to that one, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. The, the person wished to remain anonymous. That was quite a classic. <laughs> you got anything you want to share with us, Jordy? Yeah, fuck it. You know, let's, let's burn every motherfucker here tonight. <laughs> Actually... No, okay, I'm going to take it th- further and uh, throw myself under the bus. When I was 15, there, there were similar instances that happened. We we had a, a family friend who were, I think family friend, I don't actually know how we knew them. They, they were going through conundrums at the time. So, so we would be there every now and then and be like, just talking shit. And I was the young one, so it meant, oh, this is whipping boy. So so I got, they, they dressed me up. Um, brought brought me to a to a McDonald's in the area. Literally the one down the road. <laughs> not not near my house. Not no. This was in um Southern River, and they're like, just do something for entertainment. I was like, no. So I did something. I ordered a McFuck me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my Jordan. god. Yeah, they didn't fucking bring it out. I was waiting at the back for fucking thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How did that go down? <laughs> oh no. Nothing went down anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hi, can I have a McFuck me, please? That's funny. Gonna make a couple phone calls later. (laughs) Oh, no. But yeah, anyway, that was a good submission. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Did (laughs) did we have their name that posted Um, it? Because I think. No, the poster wished to remain anonymous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think to protect the identity of the brother. Yeah. Oh, they have a sibling. Well, yeah, it's about her sibling. <laughs> don't think they have a sibling anymore, no? <laughs> no. <sighs> Look, it's all right. Thank God we don't record this thing live, right? <laughs> the things that would be said. We should do a live Halloween event. Actually, when... We, are we oh, if we do like a live thing together, I feel like we should all be together for that. Yeah, yeah. Because if we do it like in a dimmed room with candles, and we can dress up. Yes, and can we Ooh. do like the weird torch faces? Yeah, like this thing. Yeah, no, we we know. Yeah, what I just want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what would is this, this for Halloween? Is a true story. Ooh. Yeah. We should bring spirits. <laughs> As long as it's not carbon something something poison, I'm fine with that. Send us your submissions for Halloween. It's going to be a confession session. Confession session. Confession yeah, or session. send us your spooky stories if you've got any like horror, either crime or scary shit. Why don't we just make the mission of the Halloween episode to scare the crap out of Nadine? Yeah, I'm totally on board. I am on board. I think I'm sick that night. That's okay. We'll give you a hazmat suit. You're fine. 
I'm scared. Why did I suggest it? No, I think a confession session for Halloween, scary, spooky, whatever event would be cool. Um, we'll dress up, we'll go live, we'll have drinks and just have a good night. Sounds good. We we might have like three viewers. <laughs> One will be my sister. <laughs> One will be my sister. Shout out. The other will be my mum. <laughs> Hi, mum. <laughs> Jordan, who'll be watching you? No one. Are you sure? Yeah. He doesn't have a sister, so. No, no. Well, on a real, everyone in my life are too busy. Yeah. They have lives, you know. I, I don't. I go to work and do this. Same. Crying the shower <laughs> intermittently, but well, that's it. Same. I just go to other people's houses and do their gardens for them for fun. <laughs> have you seen that guy on like TikTok that just goes around mowing people's lawns <laughs> yeah. for free? I want him to find my house. <laughs> well, that was fun, guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm sure it was. Uh... Oh, my God. We should dress the <gasps> Scooby gang. The mystery, uh, the mystery gang. Uh, those, those meddling kids and their dumb dog. Okay, which characters are we? Kara, you can be Fred because you're blonde. I'm not blonde. Actually, I, no, no, I can see, I can see Kara as a Fred, Jack as a Daphne, and like Nads as a Velma. Oh, yeah, true. And that leaves you as. <laughs> I'll just come dressed as a mystery Daddy. machine. Scooby Doo! -Doo. <laughs> I will get a Scooby Doo onesie. I, I, I'll do this. Oh, there's so many possibilities. Okay, I have a better idea for Halloween. Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there that oh. it's better. We should, okay, we should. Live record and go rando nautica. Sounds like that. Dressed as the Scooby Doo characters. <laughs> Teletubbies. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I think I've already found Scooby Doo onesies, all right? So. I do like both ideas, to be fair. Maybe we can hire a mystery van. What's the mystery machine? Just put a sticker on my car. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick some flowers on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Follow us on our socials. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. Um, please like us on Spotify and follow us to get the next episode notification. Um, can you say it again? Because they can only follow us. They can't like us. Can you say it? Please like us. Me going around in primary school to people. <laughs> <laughs> when I say us, I mean me and my personalities. Oh, how many are there? <laughs> Too many. Oh, God. Please follow us on Spotify. <laughs> Don't forget to like our socials at IUForSerials Podcast and check out our website, www.iuforserials.com. On there, you can make your submissions for. Um, you know, future episodes, especially the big Halloween one that we're talking about. I know, like, it's, Halloween's not, like, a big thing in Australia, but it's my favourite It's favorite a big day. thing to us. It is a big thing to us. So, yes, on our website, you can submit your episode suggestions, give us contact corrections if we get something wrong, general inquiries and all sorts. But also, don't forget to leave us your reviews on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. Um, we'd love to hear what you think. Yes. Also, I have to say... Our um, listeners all over the world has expanded again. 
just so you know so we've got more people in more u.s states we've got more people across the world even as far as germany um there's a couple of other new countries on there as well which is quite interesting as well so hello to all of our new listeners yeah it's pretty insane i'm shocked that you guys are listening to us because all we do is talk about poo but i appreciate it very much (laughs) i don't think we even listen to ourselves so wait hang on no no that's Sorry, that is a lie. The last mini so that we released, I'm pretty sure we've all, well, I speak for myself. Um and listened myself. to it. Yeah. <laughs> we've listened to it at least two or three times because the backing music on those stories was epic. So <laughs> I I still haven't. Jordan. What? You have to. It's, it's I haven't brilliant. had a chance. I've either been like working or cleaning shit out. I think the best thing about that was is we recorded that episode so long ago, thought we lost it because, you know the audio situation um (laughs) we didn't think it was salvageable and it was like listening to a brand new episode of it was so funny it was hilarious it was great that's the spirit actually sorry the spirit is behind you (laughs) i just want to say that i have no friends okay (laughs) that's it you do they're all standing behind you fuck you (laughs) fuck you All right, well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Love you, guys. Love you, bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, bitches.